So hello everybody and welcome. Welcome to Essex Church and to this community of Kensington Unitarians. Welcome to our carol service. As a Unitarian congregation, we have diverse beliefs. Our faith is perhaps far from unanimous, but at this time of year, it still feels both special and important to mark the birth of Jesus in traditional ways, with readings and carols. It's good, isn't it, to gather together in community, to honour old traditions and to forge new ones. And we arrive here in our different states. Some of us bring joys, others troubles, some are weary and others full of a zest for living. So let's take a moment now, each of us, to recognise how we are this morning. And however we are feeling this morning, let's tell ourselves that what we bring to this community is okay. It's all right to be us and to be who we are and to feel what we feel at this moment. And as we honour the birth of the Christ child, let us also honour the radical message of love that Jesus proclaimed. A love that transcends all divisions, a love that rights wrongs, a love that demands a more just and equal sharing of life's resources. We're in a room filled with light. Our chalice flame is connecting us with progressive religious communities the world over, and we now have three Advent candles shining out too. May we each find ways to be as lights shining in the darkness. May we shine out our light for others as best we can when we can, that they might find their path when the going is uncertain. So let's uh, sing a joy-filled carol to start with. There's a lot of singing in this service. Feel free just to listen. Feel free to stay seated when the rest of us stand up. Just make yourselves comfortable. But let's at some point go tell it on the mountain. Thank you. 
This is a reading from Luke's Gospel. And it came to pass in those days that there, was a, that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing that is come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart.
This reading is by Unitarian Minister Kate McKenna, who works with the congregation in Bury, Lancashire, up north. They say a story can carry a truth far greater than the literal truth. We Unitarians know the value of stories. We know they carry truth. We know they carry more truth than just the plain truth ever can. Maybe we can't believe a virgin gave birth to the Son of God, but we can believe that all births are miracles worthy of celebration and wonder. Maybe we can't believe angels brought revelations, but we can believe truth can be revealed through the actions and words of those who dare to speak it and act it. Maybe we can't believe the angels sang to shepherds, but we can believe that those revelations about life can come to and through even those we think are the most humble. Maybe we can't believe the wise men traveled to see the newborn baby king, but we can believe that we should never be too lofty or think ourselves too clever or too rich to see the wonder and majesty in tiny things. Maybe we can't believe that Jesus brought back the light by redeeming our sins, but we can believe in the leader and teacher and prophet who brought and brings illumination to the lives of those who wish to listen. We can believe in the light. Always we can believe in the light. Maybe we can't believe the Christmas story, but we can believe in it as a story which points to a truth greater than we can possibly imagine. And so we are here, Unitarians, at Christmas, celebrating, and long may we do so.
I invite you now to join in um, a litany for this season. I invite you after each line to respond with the words, we remember, we forgive, we love. And please do not feel that you have to say all or any of these responsive words. Sometimes it really is enough, isn't it, just to remember. And don't worry, when your words come to an end, I just have a few more lines to finish off. <coughs> for gifts we yearned for but did not receive. We remember, we forgive, we love. For things we received but never wanted. We remember, we forgive, we love. For those who offered us cheer when what we needed was comfort, we remember, we forgive, we love. For those who gave us gifts but never their presence, we remember, we forgive, we love. For those who offered us love but we could not accept it, we remember, we forgive, we love. For ourselves, who could not give what was needed. We remember, we forgive, we love. For those we have loved deeply, who have left us too soon. We remember, we forgive, we love. For holidays that did not live up to our hopes. We remember, we forgive, we love. For ghosts of Christmas past that haunt us to this day. We forgive, we love. For those who, like the innkeeper, turned us away. We remember, we forgive, we love. And for those we rejected, fearing we had no room in our homes or in our hearts. We remember, we forgive, we love. And for the times we saw a star in the east and we failed to follow it. And for times we followed it faithfully, but it didn't lead us where we hoped. <coughs> for wise ones whose gifts we rejected. And for those who we thought were wise and trusted to our detriment. For miracles that went unnoticed until it was too late. And for salvation that may still have to arrive. For all these experiences in life that we remember, may we be granted serenity in our memories and may we find some inner peace now and in all the days to come. Amen.
if you came to this place expecting a tame story, you came to the wrong place. If you came for a story that does not threaten you, you came for a different story than the one we tell. If you came to hear of the coming of a God who only showed up so that you could have a nice day with loved ones, then you came for a God that we don't worship here. For even a regular baby is not a tame thing. And goodness that cannot threaten complacency and evil is not much good at all. And a God who would choose to give up power and invincibility to become an infant for us, well, certainly didn't do that, just that we could eat dinner. But if you came here because you think that unwed teenage mothers are some of the strongest people in the world, and if you came because you think that the kind of people who work extra hours doing stuff that we'd rather not do might attract an angel's attention before any of us snoring comfortably in our beds would. If you came because you think there are wise men and women to be found amongst undocumented travellers from far lands and that they might be able to show us divinity. If you came to hear a story of tyrants trembling while heaven speaks to peasants. If you came because you believe that God loves the animals as much as the people and so made them the first witnesses to the saving of the world. If you came for a story of reversals that might just end up reversing us. If you came for a tale of adventure and bravery where strong and gentle people win and the powerful and the violent go down to dust, where the rich lose their money but find their lives and the poor are raised up like royalty. If you came to be reminded that God loves you too much to leave you unchanged. If you came to follow the light, even if it almost blinds you. If you came for salvation and not safety, then, ah, oh my friends, we might all be in the right place. This reading is by Kendall Gibbons. One of the greatest things about Christmas is that it's a sturdy holiday. Christmas doesn't wimp out when times are hard. It comes anyway, even if there are hardly any presents, even when there isn't much food to make a feast with, even if you're sad, even if the world around you is at war, even if you are living in fear and danger and oppression, Christmas still comes. And when it comes, Christmas is subversive. <coughs> Christmas with its story of an unwed mother and a doubtful father. 
with its legend of a helpless baby born in a stable, who was worshipped by some of the wisest, richest men in the world, with its tale of the child pursued by the deadly wrath of kings who escaped as a refugee to a foreign land far from home. Christmas, with its ancient, enduring summons of peace on earth, goodwill to all people everywhere. You can't stop a day like that with a little hardship, or greed, or injustice. It will show up anyway, shining the light of a midnight star into the darkest places of our collective lives. Do not underestimate the power of the manger and the hope it holds. The Christmas song of the angels is not as innocent as it sounds. It has turned the world upside down before now. It still can.
let's settle into a time of silence and meditation together. I'll read some words by Meg Riley to lead us into that silence. And as always, feel free to follow your own thoughts if you'd rather. And our good few minutes of shared silence will be ended by a chime from our Tibetan bowl. So I invite you to put down anything that you don't need to feel comfortable. Um, Placing your feet on the floor, softening your gaze or closing your eyes, whatever works best for you. Each night, a child is born is a holy night, as Unitarian Universalists often say in our Christmas services. And what if we believed it? What if we believed that each child, including us, was holy, not only when they were cooing and freshly powdered, with a tiny bit of drool coming out of their toothless smile onto a bright, clean bib, but also when they were covered with excrement and screaming, projectile vomiting on our best clothes. What if we believed they were holy as teens, with acne and attitudes and drug problems, and as adults with every struggle known to humankind. What if, in our complicated, wildly imperfect lives, we looked only for signs that pointed us to our own and everyone else's holiness? In this holiday season, that's the gift that this radically incarnational faith offers us. To know that each of us is an embodiment of the holy. May our lives help to point one another to this truth. No matter how hard we have to work, may we follow signs that affirm our very being and presume that other signs point to destinations we do not want to visit.
So may all the world's joys and concerns be enfolded in compassion, that happiness may spread and burdens be shared. And as we join in this time of reflection and prayer, I pray that each of us may find our way through the coming days to our own true meaning of Christmas to quieter joys and peacefulness. If it's needed, a chance to stop for a while and go deeper. May we each find the light that shines in the darkness. And may we know the truth that lies in myth. May we bow before the divinity in every material form and may we stay awake to hear the angel's song let us admit that the herods of our world are as real now as they were those thousands of years ago and that Bethlehem is still a place of conflict and division in our world 
both in metaphor and in painful reality. And let us also acknowledge the power of love and of truth and the ability of justice-seeking to move humanity forwards, to find that path shown only to us by a star. In our less than perfect world, may love guide us on our way and help us to find that inner peace, helping us both to accept that which is and to strive ever forwards to improve the lot of everyone and everything living on this planet Earth. Let us say together, Amen. And let us rouse our spirits by deciding if we have today a low voice or a high voice and joining together singing our traditional Good King Wenceslas carol in which you're invited to choose the page or the monarch's words. Are you feeling strong or feeble this day?
and so we take now our charity collection which this year is for the glass door charity which um, provides um, many services throughout the whole year for homeless people in this area of London. Let's give as generously as we feel able this morning. Okay, I think we now have two carols in a row. Stand, sit, do as you best feel to sing. First of all, ding dong merrily and then joy to the world.
Gifts that matter most have no weight. They are without substance. Gifts that matter most are given to us by the hand of life in grace. Gifts that matter most have no weight. So let each of us, in the weeks that lie ahead, be the givers of gifts that are everlasting. And may our greatest gift be the love we shine out into a world so much in need of its warmth and its positive regard. Amen. Go well and blessed be.